Welcome to Chung Chat. This is a forum where you can talk about anything and ask anything you want when it comes to your sexual health, your hormones, your skin, and how they all affect each other. Dr. Jessie Chung is a licensed dermatologist, so she is an expert on how all of these things intertwine. Now, here is Dr. Jessie Chung. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Chung Chat here on the Influencer Channel. I'm your host, Dr. Jesse Chung, and today we'll be talking about all the things that affect our sexual health. I have a man, John, he's my husband, and I have Miss Tara here from the office. And we're going to be sharing our experiences, our patients' experiences, and what inquiring minds want to know. Um, so we're talking about stress to lead off with because apparently we are all leading very stressful lives. We're also going to cover mental health, porn, alcohol consumption, cannabis, steroid use, hormone imbalances. HPV, the list goes on and on. That is basically everything. That's everything. That's yeah, why not? <laughs> so give us a call at 1-866-472-5974 with your questions or comments. And like always, if you want to see what's happening live in the studio, we are on Facebook Live at Dr. Jesse Chung. We also want to announce we have a new website, drjessychung.com, and we are celebrating our brand reopening, uh, which is going to be happening Thursday, September 19th at 5 p.m. Uh, be here, be, be there, be square, basically. We're going to be glam. Um, it's going to be a big open house. We're going to be highlighting what we do here, which is feeling good and looking good, basically face, body, internal health. So how does stress, uh, stress affect our sexual health? So, honey, you deal with, you know, deadlines and money and issues like that at work, right? We know that everyday stress can affect your hormones, which affects your libido. So dealing with all these things can impact your sex life and, you know, can maybe exacerbate issues with your relationship sometimes, as we all know. So let's share our experiences with that. And, you know, I'll give you some sort of medical uh, point of view. <laughs> there's, no, there's no question that uh, especially stressful jobs uh -huh. bring on stress and, and all things attendant to that, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not immune to it like anyone else. And I've certainly talked to a lot of guys in the locker room and everything else. Mm -hmm. And stress lowers your libido, um, makes you less interested in sex, maybe like makes you less effective when you're having sex. Mm -hmm. And um, I think as you would address, the hormone issue is probably a huge part of it. As you get to be, you know, 40 and beyond, I'm mm -hmm. 56. Mm -hmm. um, that can be a huge aspect of it too, I think. But yeah, yeah. oh yeah, every Ooh. guy goes through it. Okay. You, don't, you don't want to admit it. I think guys are less open to discussing it or mm -hmm. admitting anything, mm -hmm. or admitting when they need help. Mm -hmm. um, and I think one of the issues is just to get people to come in and, and hear it from someone else. Know that there's answers to some of these problems that their people are not, they're maybe afraid to talk about, right? Right, because it's not necessarily a sudden onset of the condition. Mm -hmm. It kind of happens Slow, gradually gradual. over time and it gets yeah. worse and worse and worse and you don't really see it mm -hmm. in real time. So what about you, Ms. Tara? What's, what are your thoughts on stress? Because you have, you have kids, you're married, it's like life, you're working here. We, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because, you, you know, I feel like stress gets you tired. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when you have a full plate anyway, mm -hmm. you go home, that's the last thing you want to do. Sex. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like, yeah, don't touch me. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the biological, you know, <laughs> so basically when you're stressed out, your body goes through a series of changes in order to prepare you to, you know, fight or flight, right? So it's either going to stay there and fight it out or just run away. Um, and this is an increase like in your heart rate, your blood pressure, your breathing, um, you're, the non-essential functions of your body actually are diminished. So like your sex drive, that's sort of the least important thing at that point, you know, having sex, right? Reproduction, your body wants to protect itself. So there's a release of hormones like cortisol, like epinephrine um, and high levels 
levels of this can lead to your decreased sex drive because your body's in overdrive, you know? So when these hormones are up and down, up and down, you get tired, you're drained, you're overwhelmed, you're definitely not in the mood for sex. We know that, um, the cortisol is going to inhibit, you know, like maybe your thyroid, maybe your testosterone levels, your estrogen levels. So your body is just sort of haywire. Um, the psychological impact, you know, you get, you get this busy, frazzled mind when you're stressed out, right? You're distracted. You don't want sex or being present even if you're having sex. And your mood, you're probably anxious, maybe a little depressed, maybe you have some low self-esteem because your body is just overdrive. So um, we know there's physical changes from chronic stress. I tell you, you know, you're going to gain weight maybe from that excess cortisol all the time. You know, that hormone makes your body hold on to it to protect itself. Um, you bone loss, you know, it's a vicious cycle. Your adrenal glands are in overdrive which affects your thyroid too. So I mean, there's blood tests that we do to see how stressed out you are. Apparently my levels are higher than yours, which is kind of crazy. You're not that stressed apparently. <laughs> <I'm> more, <laughs> right? but, but you say it's a vicious circle in yourself, but then yeah. it's also a vicious circle vis-a-vis your, your relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. You feel worse about yourself. That's transmitted the other way. They're, right. they're angry with you. You get right. angry with them. Right. And then not only are you fighting internally, you've got to vis-a-vis your partner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stress that way too. So would you recommend for guys for having this issue at home? Like if their wives are stressed or they are and you know they're not getting along and they're not having enough sex. So sex brings you closer together, right? Yeah, but I, my opinion, I'm no doctor, but in my opinion, you got to fix yourself first before you can fix the relationship. I like that point of if, view. If you don't have yourself fixed, how are you going to make it work vis-a-vis your partner? Uh-huh. Because you still have your issues yeah. where you're not dealing with that stress in a way that, that you're dealing with your hormone issues. But, so first. you're an enlightened man maybe, right? Because most guys are not going to be like, I got to take care of myself first before, you know, they, they might be not open to the idea that maybe they're the ones who are maybe not, you know, at their best. Well, only because you enlightened me, I think. I, I, because I, I, I don't think I necessarily would have figured it out, mm-hmm. or I probably wouldn't have figured it out if you weren't there. But it's yeah. kind of like when you're on an airplane, right? You got to put your mask on first before you help others. That's true. You've got you've to fix yourself. And Miss Tara, I tell you that all the time. I you're know. busy being a mom <laughs> and taking care of people, but you're not taking care of yourself. And so I'm proud to announce that she got her hormones today. I did. Finally. I did. Like basically like 20 minutes ago, we... <laughs> <laughs> We're so proud of you. Thank you. So what made you find to come to that decision? Um, you. Oh, oh yeah, the constant bully. <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, but honestly, just because my levels are off, I I do want to feel, you know, better. yeah, like just better. Self. Better for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, better it makes you a better mom, partner, right? You know? When you yeah. have the energy and you feel your just brain is working better. Yeah, so like when people ask you about hormones, like what do you say? What do they do for you? Or is it just kind of like we just tell you you need them, you need them, but like what's what what's your takeaway from hormone therapy? Like why? Because we always tell you you're gonna you're, it's gonna help your anxiety and your stress, right? right. You're gonna have more energy basically. Um, sex is gonna be better if you're having sex because you have more libido, more sensitivity probably. Um, hormones are more than just sex though. I mean, it's, it's really how you feel and meta- metabolically. It's gonna help you with your weight management probably. Yeah. We're not promising that, but you're probably gonna you know see more results when you're working out because you know you're it's gonna help your metabolism. So like, is that what you talk to tell patients when they ask you like your what you think? Yeah, absolutely, and especially if they do come in and they have facial hair um if they're Mm -hmm. in their 40s and so Mm -hmm. I'm like okay have you had your levels checked because it's just not normal to have like that much facial hair or to have like the adult acne I'm like Mm -hmm. when's the last time you've had your levels checked okay and honestly a lot of my clients will say oh it's been years and stuff I'm like 
okay, mm-hmm. let's get let's get your levels checked. Right. Get a blood test. Let's because like you're seeing the physical manifestations, right. you know, facial hair in females or acne. You know, are you asking them like, "Gee, how's your sex life and your married life?" You're probably not going to get into that off the bat, but when you get yeah. to know them, you might be asking that, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but definitely not the first visit. But <laughs> you know, but honestly, that is one of my go tos. I'm like, let's get your blood okay, work. Good, yay. And what about you, babe? What do you? Uh, what's your take home? Like, you know, because you're a guy, you're not a doctor. Like when the guys in the locker room, like your old hockey buddies and the young guys, what do they? What do you tell them about hormone therapy? Well, I wish that I could convey it better. I mean, my message to the audience out there, anyone who is male, is you've got to check your hormones because Mm -hmm. it is the key to being happier. It's the Mm -hmm. key to having a better sex life. I mean, I can tell you because I once I had them, everything levels out. You're much more interested in sex. You're much more sensitive. You're much better at it. You have a lot more fun. But you're and you're less, you know, moody and you're, you're less affected by the stress just on a day-to-day level. But it translates, you know, of course, to sex You just too. function better because life is easier for you maybe, right? I mean, it's like work doesn't bother you as much. The kids don't bug you as much. Like you don't fly off the oh, handle man. as much, right? You're a much nicer. I tell patients that, you know, my husband's much nicer in hormone therapy because there's a misconception <laughs> out there that hormones make you crazy, right? And because we've, we've heard those stories of like the roid ragers, you know, those big, those athletes like pump, um, you know, hormones and they have way too much and maybe not the real testosterone. They get the bad acne, they lose hair. That's not the hormones we're talking about. We're talking about bioidentical optimization, meaning hormones that you've made for years, giving you the levels that you had when you were younger, when you felt better and life was easier. We're not giving you too much because that's not right. good. No. So And so, that normal drop in testosterone that mm-hmm. happens, what, from 40 or even earlier? Mm, yeah, earlier. earlier right? Yeah, we'll talk about that too because we're well, noticing it sooner nowadays. But that drop is so insidious because you don't sense it. Right. In, in, in your in your day-to-day activity, right. in real it's time, you don't, you don't know that it's happening. Like, and then yeah. you're so far down the road and you don't know how you get You're off there. the cliff. All of a sudden, you're like, what the heck happened? It's interesting for men. It's like 1% to 3% decrease in their testosterone, maybe in their late 20s or 30s on. For females, we do lose our testosterone to lose half of it between the ages of 30 and 40. But then we go through real menopause, which is the estrogen kaboom down, right? So um, you're none of us, we're not menopause either, but we're both on testosterone therapy. You're on testosterone So too. it's a different decline for women. For it's women, go yes. off a cliff. Well, for estrogen, because we're hot flashing our brains, we forget things, like we're moody, we're irritated, because like, you know, it's like it's like PMS, right? For, you know, females, we go through hormone, like every every month we're cycling through. So we kind of know, like when we know our hormones are off, men, it is a slow thing. So they can't, they don't tell, they can't tell half the time, right? Which, you don't see it. And the men don't talk about this stuff. And no. They don't read about this stuff. No. It's just not generally out there. What do men read? Like, where are men getting their information from? Like, what do they men's read? Health they read, mag- they look at porn. Like, basically. Playboy? Is yeah. Playboy even relevant anymore? I don't, like, I don't think Playboy is relevant. I don't think there's really publications that talk about this kind of stuff. For men. Where does your husband get his information from? Like, I mean, what a guy's... I would say porn. But, you know, what about the magazines Maxim and GQ? Sometimes there's like, I feel like that's like the equivalent of Cosmo they for women. They touch upon it a little bit. Have you seen that? Because I don't read those magazines I with the men. I don't either. No, I, you don't. I, I think most men probably don't. Okay. And the men who are looking at Maxim probably aren't reading those articles. <laughs> that's true. That's so, guys, we've got to take a quick break now. Oh, no, not yet. Oh, we have, we have questions. Sorry. Okay. What is the source of the hormones? So the hormones that we use, um, they're bioidentical, meaning they're the same chemical structure as human hormones. Um, they come from a plant, the, the, the carbon ring, like the chemical structure is plant-based, but then they, the pharmacy you know, alters it to make it exactly the same chemical structure that we have. So they're not from animals. Um, carbon is from all you know, living things, basically. So that's where they get their ring from, that sterile ring, but um, it is not 
animal. We don't use Premrin, Prempro. I'm not a big fan of those. Those are non-bioidentical. Those are like horse progestins, which hit some of the receptors that we want them to, but not all the ones that we want and not the safest way. So I never use um, the non-bioidentical hormones. And to be clear, the, the hormones that you're giving, they don't give any of the side effects that men, when they talk about like a Mark McGuire getting acne and all the, mm-hmm. all the bad side effects of that big steroid. Yeah. We're not talking about any. We're not overdosing you on testosterone. I mean, some guys probably want that because they want those like the big pump, you know, whatever. But you're not but giving people muscle. I'm not a big believer of that because that's not safe. You know, you're giving you too much and you know, yeah, I'm not going to make you're you a big. getting your back to square. Back to like when you maybe your 20s, early 30s, when you probably felt better and less irritable, you know, because we say men, they go through andropause, menopause, I call it, right? When they're on the TV, like channel surfing, they got the little bare belly going on, the man boobs, you know, they're more irritable and irritating because, right? mm-hmm. you know, like they're just picky. And I tell my patients, like, if you love your husband, you know, make him get on hormones because he will live better. If you don't love him, get him on anyway, because you'll actually coexist better without wanting to kill each other, you know, and it's kind of funny, but it's true because... I, I mean, I, we, we, we live through that every day. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we talked about where men get their information from porn, I guess. Right. But I mean, is this porn talking about hormone therapy? No, no. no. You would be amazed at how ignorant God. men are. Oh, you really? Oh, I'd like to thank you for telling us that, you know. About all this stuff. They don't know. They don't know. Well, where do you think, so what do men do? They just kind of just chugging through life and, you know, like, you know, that's kind of I'm, sad. I'm, you know, I'm sorry to tell you that that's essentially it. Oh, for really? Men. Like they think they know everything, but they really don't. I'm glad you admit. I'm yes. just kidding. No. But if you get, if, if they would come in, get their hormones leveled out, their their life, their quality of life would ex- increase exponentially. Because from hormones comes, you know, sexual health, right? Because your t- your penis works much better when your testosterone is optimized. Um, your mood is better. You probably function at work better, right? I mean, you see that too with people that you know in hormone therapy, Tara. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess it's just educating people, right? Because we, you know, it's interesting because I, I am a board certified dermatologist. That's where I come from. But, you know, we know the skin shows everything internal. And that's kind of how I kind of got into hormone therapy. We know that, you know, for hair for your know, vagina. We do lasers and we do all these treatments, but if your hormones aren't great, it's not going to work as well, basically. So we're going to take a quick break now. Um, let's don't forget to give us a call at 1-866-472-5974. You can always give us a shout out on Facebook. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1-866-472-5795. 
That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now, back to Chung Chat. Welcome back to Chung Chat. On today's show, we're talking about everything that affects uh, sexual health for men and females from stress, porn, hormone imbalances. All these are factors that can throw off how you are feeling with your partner. If you have a question for us, give us a call at 1-866-472-5974. I have with me John and we have Tara at the office. So right before we took a break, we just talked about how, I guess, our insides affect how we look on the outside and how our perception of what we look like also affects how our sex life is, right? Our confidence. And so we just kind of said that Tara's face looks really nice and smooth now from all the Botox. <laughs> you don't care about Botox, John, right? You're just, it's wasted on you, sadly, because you're like not being like that, but you know, that's okay. So we were just talking in the back before we started um, with the rest of my staff about, you know, what do men want in the bedroom? And the resounding answer was... Low jobs. <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about that. So what is it? And you basically said it's sex without the effort. That's right. So I let's take a dive into that because, you know, I it's kind of interesting. We, we think it's funny, but it's probably really true. Like that's what guys want. And why is that? What's the primal urge with all this stuff, you know? Well, I've said women spend a lot of time thinking about men and what do men want. And, and hey, there's all these women's magazines that write articles ad nauseum about what men want and relationships. And it's, to me, it's all wasted because there's men just want a couple of things and that's it. And blow, blow jobs job, is a big number one, that. number yeah. two, I don't know, but you can make a man very happy if you service him in that way every day, twice a day, three times a day. Oh, oh no, not, oh, you know, okay, once, wait, look at you. once a day, every other day, whatever the whatever, whatever his the interest is. Okay, yes. it's it's again, it's a sad commentary on men. Men are much oh, more simple. Than you realize. I don't think it's that. I think it's just, I think it's it's good to know. It's just pretty much that's the bottom line. Yeah. Blowjob. And so we're like a good meal too, right? Good <laughs> meal good. and a blowjob. Well, and they're good. Yeah, really. The key to a, you know, to a man's heart is through his stomach and that apparently his penis. penis as well. And that's the mouth it. on the penis. <laughs> yes. So they were talking back, like, why is it that with a blowjob, you know, guys like to make it long and like it takes a long time. Whereas with, you know, like vaginal sex, it's pretty much over and done. Is that what we were talking yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So what do you think about that? Or is that? Well, I guess it feels good, right? Well, so to the extent you can modulate and maybe you don't have the ability to modulate that much, but to the extent that you can modulate it and regulate it, you want it to last like longer. an hour. Like, right. I mean, that's a long time. I right. So there's, a, there's, there's two lines on the graph, his pleasure and your being tired. Our stamina, yes. because all of us were Botoxed up the wazoo. I mean, your mouth is going to get tired. I'm pretty sure your neck muscles. Absolutely. <laughs> so you have some tricks to make it go faster. <laughs> yes. So I do have a really good gay guy friend in Arizona and mm-hmm. he, and we, you know, we would sit around and my girlfriends about. and I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why not? And I would sit there and complain about it. You know, I'd uh-huh. be like, okay, why does it have to take five minutes? Like I will literally look at the alarm yes. clock. I'm like, okay, come on. Like, this is insane. Like I'm getting TMJ yes, just for this. Right, right. It's insane. So, <laughs> um, he taught me a trick like six years ago and I hit, it's tried and true. It's like 30 tried seconds, two true. minutes. Like, yep. I mean, it's pretty much um, if you're on a t- It's probably about two minutes. That's pretty Rather cool. than like five. Okay. Well, so you're five, shaving five three. Is still like not that long. I mean. It is though. So. Think about it. Like next yeah. time you do it, literally time it. It's just an experiment. <laughs> I'm always like, dude, we got to go to work, dude. I mean, you know, right? <laughs> but honestly, five minutes I do think is a long time. Do you think? You think it's short probably I, as well, a guy. I don't understand your, your, where you're coming from because don't you get any pleasure from doing it yourself? I mean, I don't know, right? It's kind of like, what's in it for me? I don't know. I mean, you know, if we're givers, I guess, right? But at some point, you're like, okay, dude, like, your mouth is getting sore. Like, our, our exactly. Mouth, our, 
maybe like a birthday present. You know what I mean? So like, like if once it's like a, a present, year, you know, <laughs> which but, is not yeah. enough, obviously, from the point of view. Right, right. But I mean, as far as like feeling like selfish or whatever, like if it's like a like a present, you know, mm-hmm. that that's okay. That's tolerable I think like a five minute <laughs> situation <laughs> it's tolerable <laughs> oh no but then we were talking too you just pre- it's all about how you pretend so pretend. if you pretend to enjoy to it like be into it's even quicker it and be into yes. it right yes just be into it and oh same thing as long as you got that twist and pretend that you like it uh-huh two minutes so describe the twist because I think we just like lost Facebook a little bit but so you, you say stay at the it's, top it's and- just, yeah you just stay at the top and mm-hmm. it's just a twist while mm-hmm. you're just a simple twist. So you're not doing the glands, the head. You're right right below the glands, penis, right yes. before the Darth Vader helmet. Yes. Okay. Yes. A little twist. Doesn't yep. matter counterclockwise, clockwise. Nope. It's just is. the twist. Okay. How far down do you go? Halfway down all the way to the bottom? No, not all the way down to the bottom. Okay. Just, it's, just it's enough. pretty much just the head. That's hilarious. But I think, I think in the back, that was a consensus that it does yeah. work. So, yeah. you know, have you, uh, I guess you're not going to give us your point of view on that because guys don't talk about blowjobs in the locker room probably, right? I don't know. Uh, you're not on that granular level. Okay. But but I will tell you that the more you are into it, or at least pretend you're into it, the, mm-hmm. the more effective it'll be. Because if you're doing it grudgingly, <laughs> the guy's going to know. And it's going to be a less uh, of an experience. Well, that's true. I mean, we had um, a couple shows, like way back in the beginning, we had a show where we had our sensation boys, the male strippers, right? They're really cute guys. And they were saying like, what they want in the bedroom is just the girl to be really into it. Their mm-hmm. partner be just into it, you know, which which you would think that makes sense, right? But I guess sometimes you're in a relationship where, you know, when partner's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling the mood tonight, but okay, I'll give you sex because like, I know you want it. And that just takes away the buzz right so well it's about watching like, it as in most things in life attitude is everything mm, right so if you have a good attitude true. about it yeah and, and it's not grudging and you don't relay that or you know noticeably look at the clock uh-huh or like know, yeah you're gonna you get you're gonna get the results you want I yeah suppose. so then the question is what is so that's so men in the bedroom blowjob that's about it nothing else you don't care about lingerie you don't care about like you know toys you don't care about I mean, what do you, think? Uh, you know, I can't speak for everybody, of course, but I think, I think toys and that kind of stuff is not, not really necessary. that necessary. I think it's just, you know, being enthusiastic and I mean, think about when you're first in a relationship, that's when usually the sex is the most enthusiastic, right? You're, it's new. Sadly, but yeah. Well, you think about it. Well, it's then new. how do you, yeah. how do you channel that? It's the Look honeymoon back phase. on what, mm-hmm. well, you mm-hmm. know, there's no reason why that can't last. Okay. Um, and of course, that's a big part of hormones and staying current mm-hmm. in your taking mm-hmm. care of yourself first, right? Right, and keeping things Keep keeping things. fresh. I think I think women initiating sex mm-hmm. is a big deal too, because yeah. guys get tired of uh, you know older married guys get tired of always having to be <laughs> the, one the ones who initiate. chasing them down. They want to feel wanted. You want to feel hunted sometimes, yeah. right? Like yeah, the credit, or, the, yeah. or at least enthusiastic about it. It can't always be the woman is grudging and giving oh. the guy something because mm-hmm. sex isn't something that a woman gives. It shouldn't to the be guy. a weapon. It should be just like a mm-hmm. thing that you both enjoy and want to participate yeah. in as much. If you weaponize it and make it something that you dispense for yeah. either a price or for some other reason, that's not the attitude you want to have with sex. I mean, I'm no sex expert, but I can tell you that a guy doesn't want to have to pay a price to get sex. It should be mutual. But the, what's interesting is in so many relationships, it's how it goes, you know, because sure. I think as, as females, we get older, we lose our hormones, we lose our libido, definitely. And yeah, it's like for us, it's like more of an effort to like do it because right. our hormones are off. And so I'm glad you're going to feel that difference now when your hormones kick in, right? Because we know from our patients who've had hormones, like, yeah, they just want it all the time again, which is great because it helps the relationship because their, their partner's so much happier that they're initiating sex and being more yeah. participatory. Right? I, w- I will say also one thing that I think 
uh, what what makes a guy sex life work? What works for them? It's less about toys or lingerie, uh, and, and it's about feeling good about yourself. But it's also a guy's you know confidence in sex is directly tied to his penis. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you do filler for penis. Mm, we do a lot of and, things for and penis. That, and that and yes. do do filler. You do the the, uh, the, the pee, pee shot. You do things that make your penis work better. Mm-hmm. You're going to be better and more enthusiastic about sex if you feel like you're Confidence. you're performing better right right and so we were talking about in the back too how we've been in relationships where like the first like one or two times like they just couldn't get it up or it wasn't as good as it can be right like, right yeah right. and i think that that really does mess with a guy mentally mm-hmm. especially for like the times after yes because so, they're they're anxious right and when they're anxious they can't focus on the sex and then they lose their erection maybe and right. it's just like a vicious cycle well because you know how it is everything's mental sure. so i mean if they have that in their head already mm-hmm. from like the last time mm-hmm. oh oh yeah then we have yeah. we definitely have clients who come in and they're just like they're worried about their penises because it doesn't work as well and so what was your answer to that babe well, i think it's true i think yeah. women from what i hear women worry the, the problem with women is more lack of desire for men it's Fear of performance. Hmm. Okay, you know? really. Performance so so women are battling the: Do I really want this anymore? Men battle with: Can I do it? Well, Dang. okay. It's a yep. little different anxiety. Okay, men. okay. So some of the things we do, we treat some of the root causes, which you know, the hormones are a big role in that. But if your penis itself doesn't work, whether it be you know you have erectile dysfunction from like your blood pressure, your diabetes, your sugars, you know, um, if you're if you just have you know more functional mechanical issues, you know, you said give them a give them a pill, right? That's <laughs> that's an easy quick fix. But well, you have those pills. What do you call them? So you know, you've heard of things like Viagra, Cialis, all those. So we have kind of special versions of that that. Are kind of a little bit more uh, last longer, work faster. Don't really worry about having food in your gut. Things like that's like a quick. That's a band aid. But I call them them turbocharged Viagra. Oh, hilarious! Yeah, and you've given them to people in your (laughs) hockey team apparently for. They love them. Yeah, especially the young guys. That's a great kickstart. That's but a pill like that can kickstart a guy who might you know just need a little help to get started. Right. So yes, those work, but we rather take care of the whole you know the the root cause too. But yes, those will work in the short run because you have those young guys on your team who have those like what is it beer? Uh, what's it called? The um limp. Oh, it's whiskey. Mm. Yes, whiskey. Yeah, whiskey the penis. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the penises don't work well because they've had too much to drink. And yeah, they someone, drink a lot. So they, they do. <laughs> and the question is, are they drinking because they're nervous and they're anxious about their performance? Because they feel like, okay, if I'm drunk, then you know maybe I'll perform better. Usually, that's not the case. Yeah. It actually doesn't work that well, right? But then it takes like that's their excuse though. So I was drunk, so my penis didn't work. But then again, it's that vicious cycle. And so you've given them, you've supplied them with pills, which I don't know if I approve of, but at least they're happier now. So. They've tried them and they're very impressed. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes. Well, we're good to know. Good to know. We're impressing your hockey. <laughs> Those young guys. And so... Um, but that's for men. The men is the issue is performance. Okay. And women, I think, are a little bit oblivious to that because they don't really have that issue. Because we much, can fake think. orgasms, right? Because you're you know. basically receiving. And, and, but the <laughs> man, but the man has to, but the, no, I mean, you're receiving sex. Yes. More or less. Yes. Man has to give, he has to, has to be the aggressor, has to do it, has yeah. to give Perform. It, you're the lion. Perform. Yeah. And if, and if you're not able to do that, I mean, that messes with all kinds of things in your psyche. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hits you to the core. Mm. So if the, any issue there is a huge problem, not confined just to your, 
loins. It's confined. It it's goes everywhere. It's your ego. Yeah. Right. Totally. So that can be a huge issue. Women, I think, don't quite understand that. So, Tara, you're not a resident penis whisperer, but you know all about no, some of the procedures we yeah. do, right? And you've told, told people to get it done, right? I mean, Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, why not? Because, like, you know, we've, so we have lasers that we use that will actually help the blood flow to the penis and probably help it get larger, too. We know that it makes the penis bigger in uh, erection. Um, we have the shots that we do, which help, you know, with the nerves, you know, the blood flow. Um, we have the fillers that we do just that's really for pure size but people think it helps their sensitivity also so all bonuses right um because females like what do we worry about do we care about our vaginas we should obviously because yeah, you know right so we've all we both had you know vaginal rejuvenation you know we've had lasers in there because we want our vaginas to be sensitive and to feel good and it's not as out there as a penis probably but you know people should know women we can take care of our vaginas too. absolutely <laughs> and, and it's simple as the amsella like oh, what yeah. we have here you're fully clothed. If you're not ready for the laser, you could mm-hmm. do it. Uh, you could sit on Amsella. Oh, fully yeah. clothed. And that's basically the, the device that is electromagnetic energy. It makes your body do like a, like a several thousand Kegel muscles in a half hour. What that does is getting the blood flow, the you know, the, uh, the nerves, it's getting your lubrication back, which is interesting. Right. And uh, helps make sex more interesting. People have orgasms. Sitting on that thing we know. <laughs> okay. I think we'll take a quick break now, but we'll be back to talk more about what women want now. So don't forget to give us a call. One eight, six, six, uh, 472-5974. Don't forget to look at our website, drjessychung.com. We're going to fix the Facebook feed, I think, over this commercial break. So we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. You are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now, back to Chung Chat. Welcome back to Chunk Chat, everyone. On today's show, we're talking about everything that men and women want, our sexual health, our bodies, our faces, anything that's going to affect how you feel and function. So if you have any questions or comments, please give us a call, 1-866-472-5974. We're supposed to be live on Facebook, but I think the feed's a little bit confused. So right before we were going to take a break, we were talking about what, uh, what men want in the bedroom. And we kind of, I think, covered that pretty much in depth. It's basically they want a blowjob and to feel pursued and wanted and not always have to be doing the work. So Tara, what do 
What do women want? I think that women, you know, want to actually, yeah, just be satisfied and not have to give a lot of direction. I know that I'm t- giving my kids directions. Yeah, you're every the mom, day, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to have to be a mom mm-hmm. to my partner. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. I get if there's just like little tweaks here and there, but mm-hmm. come on, it's just like. But the problem is if someone's just starting out, like you know, right. like they don't know. It's so how do they figure it out? They watch porn, they talk to their guy friends or girlfriends, like. You know, they could start at some point in their lives, you know? Sure, sure. Well, I think once you, in a new relationship, when you're just starting out, there's a lot more of that, which, you know, I think that's okay. That's okay. You're learning you're, each other. Yeah, sure. But if you've been married, you know, for a long time, it's like, come on, you should know already. You know what I mean? Oh, like, you should oh, know my body already. Okay. You know? what, what your body likes and what makes it respond. Yeah. Okay. So that's the big thing about what women want. Now, women, is it all about sex with us too? Or is there other things involved? Like our brains or, you know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I always think it's mental, you know. And I always, foreplay has been forgotten. Like, come on, bring it, bring it back. You're into Let's bring it back. Oh, yes. I mean, you're going to get ready for it. How much time do you need? I mean, honestly, I'm saying at least like 15 minutes. Interesting. 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Like, let's just... Let's Have just fun. do something yes. fun and not just connected. go right to it. I mean, come on. What are your thoughts on that, babe? I think sometimes it's good to just Be say different. back up. Say you're in a relationship for a long time and you just say, hey, let's just back up and, and go over what we both like. I mean, instead of kind of nitpicking during the, the process. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not? Just back up and say, this is what I want. This is what I like. Okay. Say everything you just said. And don't be but afraid. beforehand, not during, uh-huh. you know, maybe during, beforehand. Yes. Okay, so help. tell you sitting out there tonight, Reorient. sit down with your partners, hold hands maybe, and be able to look into your other's eyes and say, go knee to knee. Oh, yes, right, yeah, yes. go knee to knee and like, you know, yeah. look in eyes and yeah. say, honey, this is what I love about sex with you and this is what I don't really love as much sure. and we're just, we're all changing and growing and learning, right? And that's the homework because why not, yeah? Is that kind of- and cook them a really good meal before you do it. <laughs> but not then you got the much. stomach covered. Because if you're <laughs> too full, then sex is kind of hard too because you want to barf, right? right, right. <laughs> you got to eat a little bit lightly if you're going to have some sex. Well, maybe that's what you should do. Like do a good meal with dessert. Okay. And then, so you know you're not going to have sex that night. So you just talk about it that oh, night. And so then you could try it in the morning or the next you evening. You build anticipation. That's good. You know, because morning sex is good too. Because, you know, guys, their testosterone tends to peak at that time, oh, right? Oh, God. They love it. Why do you guys love that so much? The morning sex is by far better. Interesting. Well, that's so because weird. that's when the testosterone, they're not, it's the highest. Okay. You know, that little surge of how the sure. morning would have erections in the morning. If your testosterone levels are good, you should be having regular morning uh, erections. And so probably because you're not tired yet, because like you wake up and you're refreshed and you're ready to hit the day. You don't have the stress of the whole day in you know in the wake of what you're doing. You know, you're starting you're literally fresh. Yeah. You know, it's it's better that way. Females, do we notice as much of a difference? I don't I mean I hate it. I know. Well, because oh. we like to sleep in, I yes. guess, right? Yes. We're kind of dudes, we're sleeping because we yes. can do it anytime, you know? Totally. Yeah. See all these obstacles? How does anyone have sex at all? <laughs> well, it's about compromising, right? Because you know, set the alarm maybe, you know, 10 to 15 minutes earlier if you want that 15 minutes of foreplay or something, you know, but I guess it's hard because, you know, but, but we should be making each other happy, right? So compromising. And so that's what we would want is, you know, I guess, right? So we talked about also, we were on the back of, before we got on the show with our staff, why do men want women to look a certain way, but they want us to be natural about it? Like, you know, I mean, what were you saying about that? I was just saying that, you know, a lot of the clients that come in here Mm -hmm. will say, oh, my husband doesn't want me to get Botox. And I'm like, oh, really? Because I'm sure he would want your forehead to be smooth. Uh-huh, you know, they uh-huh. want that appearance, but they don't want the injections. Or it, it, it's, I it's, don't know. It's, it's bizarre. It's like they almost, they want you to be to, natural, 
but they don't but, want to know how you get there. Exactly. Or they don't want to be involved or like having to do with it because they, they I don't know. Is that what you think too? I don't know. I mean, I haven't encountered that. I don't know. I don't, I don't get that attitude. Oh, well, know? well, cause I've been doing this even before I met you and you're like, Oh, whatever. Probably. I've just been around you. So <laughs> we don't know what my real face is basically. Right. Cause like you, <laughs> yeah, you're immune to it, but, um, but the regular guy, yeah. his wife is not injecting, you know, fillers right. all day long, right. and lasering all but day I'm long. But I'm sure you hear that too. I mean, oh, a sure. lot of the women say, yes. Oh, my husband's going to freak out. He's going to kill me if he knows I had filler. I have to do this like when he's not in Part of it might be just their ignorance of the process. They may think it's more dramatic than it is. And it's actually not very invasive and not dramatic and it's very subtle. And maybe wow. they don't understand. What I tell so. them usually is, you know, they're probably thinking of Hollywood and like the bad filler, the bad plastic surgery out there, you know, the weird right. looking people. Like we're right. not trying to do that at all. And most of what we do looks quite natural and people look normal and we're happy. So maybe their husbands are fixated on like, you know, the, the you know, the celebrity magazines with like scary people on the front cover. Sure. You know, like, cause yeah, why would they be afraid of it? You know, cause like, I mean, what do guys do body modification wise? I don't know. You guys shave and that's about it, right? You manscape a little bit. Because females, we do so much more. So much. I know. And do we do it for ourselves or are we doing it for our partners? What do we think? I probably think both. probably both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably both. But honestly, I think probably more for ourselves. Right. And it's just because of confidence, right? Mm-hmm. And so I were kind of like, well, it's all good. If you look good and normal, like why wouldn't you should be allowed to do whatever makes you feel better because you being more confident is going to make you a better partner in bed. And so your partner should be happy and want you to, you know, do whatever it is that makes you you know, yeah. get your lasers or your Botox or your fillers or things like that. That right? is the challenge because men and women find their happiness very differently and express it very differently. <laughs> so how do you merge those two? It's it's a trick. You know, you really have to communicate. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a, it sounds kind of trite, but uh-huh. it's true. You have to really talk and try mm-hmm. to understand each other. Communication men, is men are key, simpler. Right? Men are simpler than you understand and women are more complicated. We than are you complicated. Understand. It's funny because in the back we were talking with our staff, you know, what do we want? We want to be left alone to do our own things. You know what I mean? Right? That's what so we true. said. If we're married with kids and stuff, we just want like time to ourselves. So so no one's true. bothering you. No one's like opening the door when you go to the bathroom. Like I've told that too. I don't know if you believe me or hear that, you know, like for Mother's Day I said, give me a hotel well to myself and like I will just sleep on my own and like, yes. right? Is yes. that what, that's it, what you, Absolutely. On Mother's Day, yeah, I will go to brunch with girlfriends. I'm like, and everyone's oh, like, oh, you're a mom. Yeah, exactly. And I'm choosing to be with my friends to get away from my mom duties right. for a day. Because we're moms 24-7. Yes. And yes. like, you know, it's different because, you know, men are wired differently. They're not worried about like, their kids' nutrition or like, their, you know, if they're right. here shampooed or something, right? I mean, you don't like care about this much because I, I know you bring home like milkshakes for the kids like all the time. Like, what's that about, right? <laughs> right? You get in trouble for that. I know. But we- I want them to like me. Oh, see, like, <laughs> I, I want my kids to be afraid of me. I, me too. Right? Me too. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. we want them to fear us, yes. not in a scary way, but like when we say something, we want them to jump because yes. like, I don't want to nag my kids all the time because exactly. that's what it comes down to. And you want your kids to like you. That's just hilarious. I think. Right. I mean, did you, it's, it's the fun dad, right? The fun, fun yeah, dad. Right. Right. And we're, and we're the not fun mom. Right. And <laughs> cause we, we got to make sure that things are happening the right way. So, exactly. I mean, it's, it's kind of hilarious, but true. So true. So that's why for Mother's Day, I want to like, just be left alone. Well, that's why against that that whole overlay of all of what you're talking about right now, that's how relationships drift apart. Because over Mm -hmm. with with all of that, then if your hormones aren't right and you start drifting away from each other in Mm -hmm. the bedroom, Mm -hmm. that's where the relationship breaks down. You know, Mm -hmm. the the stresses of kids and family. If you don't have the connection that you had originally that Mm -hmm. that turned you on to them to begin with, you're going to lose it. You got to try to hold that together, and it takes work. And 
you know, doing the kinds of things you're talking about contributes to keeping your relationship strong. We're kind of like marriage counselors sometimes, right? It seems like it. Yeah, it is. I know. There's a I component know. of that in what you do. <laughs> totally. Because that's, it, we, we love helping people's hormones and that's, you know, the relationships and how to deal with people. And you're going to be the one to talk about that because like, in a few weeks you start to feel your hormones kicking in. You haven't gotten your labs done yet. You're very naughty over there. So, okay. So let's talk about some other things now. Um, financial independence. So that was something you brought up. Yeah, because I think, you know, I have a couple of friends who are divorced and they're recently back in the dating scene. Mm -hmm. And my one good friend owns her own business. And she said that a lot of the guys are like intimidated by that. They say they want that on paper, Uh but they really don't want that. They want the the women to be at their disposal in a way, especially Mm -hmm. if, you know, if the woman does have children and everything, Mm -hmm. just think. So their children are going to come. And then the business, yeah. and then them. And then the guy, And yes. they don't like that. Huh. Is that how you feel? That's probably. not how I feel, but oh, I can see that. I mean, it's okay. probably a control issue uh-huh. for men. You mm-hmm. know, men want to be able to, they might not admit it, but they want to control their woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, probably, yeah. yeah. I'm less... They want to be the alpha I've, the I've given up all hope of controlling <laughs> you. So, so I cannot be controlled, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And you're okay so smart. Oh, he's coming so up because like, why fight about it? You know, I'm a messy person. It is yeah, well, it the is. more the more the guy has going on, the probably the less he's inclined to be that way. Yeah, to be picky about it because he's got it, his yeah. own thing happening. The less a guy has going on, the more inclined he is maybe to want to control what he can sure. in his life, and that's sure. his woman. Yeah. yeah, and I have a really good friend. Same thing. Her husband. I mean, he she stays at home with the children. He's very successful in his job, uh-huh. and he comes home and can't turn that hat off, uh-huh. and that is where yeah. their problems lie. Okay. Like he's like arting her around. And oh, her yeah. Like, 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 when are you going to do the laundry? And she's like, I'm, it will be done. But oh it's like, when, okay. when, when, you know what I mean? Okay. So he's managing her because he's used to managing his staff. Mm-hmm. So he can't turn it off. That's, yeah, that's hard. Cause like you have, you come home sometimes and you're still yelling at me like I'm a your associate. And I'm like, dude, I'm not your associate. Yeah. Like, yeah, I bark at people all mm-hmm. day. And you sometimes do. It's hard to flip that switch. Yes. Yeah, I remind you, I'm like, okay, you're home now. Like, no more, you know? And yeah. <laughs> because it is hard to juggle. Like, you know, you're juggling a job and bringing home the bacon and supporting the whole family. You know, we're juggling parenting and doing that. And yeah, but it's okay. I think just, you know, baby steps, right? Compromising and talking about what, what ticks you off, right? Well, it's hard. I mean, when you first started, in, when you're younger, you have mm-hmm. less going on. You can focus more on your relationship with, you know, somebody new. Sure. You're young. You're full of hormones. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of responsibility. So you can focus on your partner. It's all about that. Then life gets way more complicated. Mm-hmm. You have way more things going on. Kids, you're balancing all kinds of stuff. And your hormones are depleting. So how do you possibly keep the, the, the fire that you had originally? The, everything is working against that. I know. So everything you can do to beat that back is you ought to be doing it. So Tara, what were you doing before we hormoned you? What were you trying to do to keep it all together? Oh gosh, I don't think I was doing much. It's so hard because it's it so hard. Right. You're you know, busy. It, you're tired. It really is. I mean, mm-hmm. and if you do have a partner, um, you know, that isn't trying either, mm-hmm. it's, you're, it's oh. a recipe for disaster. Yeah. You know, so there was a, there's a, some websites they've published, you know, what are some natural ways to balance your hormones? So some people say, you know, exercise and why is that? Well, exercise is endorphin release, but we also know that it helps with muscle building, which the receptors in your muscles, you know, for hormones and that may help that may help balance you a little bit. We say avoiding sugar, refined carbs. And why is that now? So what does sugar do? Why is sugar so bad? I always tell you guys to cut the sugar in the junk, but why is that? 
Why is sugar so bad for you? I didn't know it was going to be a test. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> it makes you feel bad. Well, yeah. It really does. Like, yeah. And I think it, instead of like, I don't know. It's it's pulling from the wrong. It's all sources, about right? it's all about insulin know. inflammation. It's like all about the root cause of a lot of these things. And so, um, basically, too much sugar. Oh, we have to go with. Let's take a commercial break. We will be right back. So, don't forget to give us a call one eight six six four seven two five nine seven four. We'll be back to talk about how you might help your hormones naturally. Thanks for listening. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now, back to Chung Chat. Welcome back to Chung Chat. I'm your host, Dr. Jesse Chung. And today we have John, our resident male. We have Tara, our female in the office here. We're talking about our sexual health and everything that affects our body confidence that comes along with it. Before we took a break, we were talking about some of the maybe natural ways to help balance our hormones because everyone's ready to jump into getting their hormones in the office. So did you know that being on cholesterol medications can you know, mess with your hormones a little bit? Do you guys know why? Nope. Ooh, a quiz. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Testosterone, estrogen, those are actually made out of, those are um, steroid hormones. And so if you don't have enough of the, uh, the, the chemical structures in your body to make, to synthesize these hormones, you're actually going to be not getting enough. So if you're cutting back all the fats, that's why you want some fat in your diet because these hormones are made out of fatty, you know, rings. Um, and we talked about how stress affects your hormones. So how do you manage your stress? Well, that's kind of a hard thing, but what do we make you guys do for stress? Do we talk about that at all or no? 
Newcom. Newcom. Oh, yes. So we have something in the office that, but it's a kind of a, it's a funky thing that you listen to and it puts your brain into the stage before deep sleep. And what that does, it's like a recovery mode for your body. So um, it helps with your stress, but you know, there's, there's adaptogens. We, I don't know, you guys are all taking adaptogenic herbs or no, I do. Mm-hmm. So you may have heard of things like ginseng, ashwagandha, rhodiola, shiska scansa. These are herbs that exist that help medically with your stress. And how does that work? Well, your adrenal glands and your thyroid, they communicate. And so these these herbs actually help with that in it. You know, we like to see the, we look at something called the reverse T3, which is a thyroid hormone that's been altered. And we see that come down on these kind of medications. You should be taking them because, you know, you don't take your pills. Oh, he's bad. You take your pills kind of or no? I do. Yeah. You're going to take more basically. Since I today. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's, so it's the pills you talk about and mm-hmm. it's also the diet yes. of what you're putting in your body. Yeah. And then you also talk about externally the exercise, yeah. regular exercise, mm-hmm. and even something as simple as, when I, when I was a lawyer, I learned early on, you know, even just you're traveling and you're in a hotel room, you wake up, mm-hmm. spend 10 minutes just breathing, just sit, just literally lie in bed think, or sit up and just breathe and relax for about 10 minutes before you start your day. Mm-hmm. Can help manage your stress, little things too. So it's mm-hmm. what you're putting in, but it's also what you're, what you're doing. What, what effort are you making to reduce your stress externally? Yeah, right? Because we, we do see a lot of um, young people coming in with hormone imbalances and it's fascinating because, you know, it's, it's probably more, more widespread than we know. We have young guys coming in, their testosterone levels are like, you know, 300, which is really, really bad. Um, and the question is, why is that? Well, I think the world we live in is just not as healthy as it is, right? We have, we talk about the plastics in the environment, the pollution, the food we eat, there's just, it's, it's messed up. The nutrition's not there. Um, how do we treat that? Well, you know, we, it's, it's hard, right? Because there's so many factors involved. Yes, we could do pure hormones, but our young guys aren't ready for that. And so we say, okay, well, we try to do some management of their lifestyle. We put them on other medications that might help their body, you know, wake up and do some more. Um, you know, green tea. I mean, drinking green tea, what does green tea do for you? Do you like your green tea or no? Are you a tea drinker? I mean, I've had it. It's not too bad. It's an antioxidant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we like antioxidants. So, you know, that's got to help with some of the stuff in our bodies. Fiber, fiber is good for you because what does fiber do for you guys? Besides making you poop regularly. Do we know why well, we like fiber? Say. <laughs> <laughs> fiber because fiber helps to slow down the release of sugar in your in your GI tract. And think that sugar is the root of a lot of evil here. So if we can kind of stabilize your blood sugar, less fat. Because what happens is when we gain fat, um, fat's biologically active. And so men, if they gain, get fat, you know, the man boobs, they get the belly, they're going to start making estrogen. <gasps> Too much estrogen is bad for guys, right? And why is that? It's inflammatory. So we think, you know, risk of prostate cancers, you know, um, you know, you just don't, it's, it's so basically the levels of estrogen and testosterone in you, they're off balance. And that's not good for your libido, not good for your penis, not good for like a lot of things. So sugar, so no more sugar, basically, right? Can I say that? So you can fix that imbalance. Well, People it's, come it's, in, you it's can help helpful, you know, because how many patients do you have come in who are like, you know, not healthy, right? And like, you know, whether they're eating all this junk food, I mean, yeah, and you are what you eat basically. And people kind of forget that because junk food is so accessible nowadays. And yeah, it, it does play a huge role in our lifestyle. So, you know, because yes, like we, we, treat, we do a lot of fillers, we do a lot of lasers and you can tell by looking at people's skin, right? Like, do you sure. talk to them about, you know, what they're eating and how it comes out on their skin and their hair? Well, especially like the acneic clients. You can, okay. I mean, I'm just always like, what are you eating? Uh-huh. You know, right? just... And so, out. what do you tell your kids too? Because I mean, like, are they starting to like they're not in puberty yet? But do you give them like do you make them eat kind of healthy or try to oh, advise yeah. them? Too no, I'm and, crazy. Like oh, they good. they don't like when I'm around. Oh, really? You know, because yeah, I'm crazy. Okay, they, are you like I eat your broccoli, been. eat your spinach? Oh, always. And, and why do we like broccoli so much? There's a lot of fiber. Okay, beyond fiber. So <laughs> we like cruciferous vegetables because um, they there's a chemical called methane that is in these crystalline broccoli, cauliflower. 
um, that actually helps with your estrogen metabolism. And so when we put people on real hormones, we actually put them on the supplement called DIM, methane, because it seems to help with um, you pooping out the extra, you know, balancing the hormones, metabolizing, not having too much of any one thing because testosterone can become estrogen. They could be interconverted. And so that's why broccoli is good for you. That's good for, they say it's good for breast cancer too, because of these, you know, reasons. I mean, do you take your dim every day? No, but I you're trying so, to. Oh, yeah. You know, all these things are great and they're gradual and they have a gradual effect mm-hmm. and it's important and most people don't know about it and it's good that, that you can school them in that. But then, but we live in the Kardashian generation. Uh-oh, yeah. So w- people also want to have a quick fix. What uh-huh. can you do to make me look sexier? On top of all that, it is necessary. The hormone balance. Right. It's they want the... What, what kind of lips is it? Oh, DSL. Oh, DSL yes. lips. And, and what are DSLs? Can we say that, you know, live? What is it? What is oh, it? you can oh, say I it. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so basically lips that are very huge and plumped up, right? Because the question is... <laughs> basically <laughs> large... Oh, yes. my goodness. Okay. DSL. We made you say that. Yeah. Not DHL, but DSL. <laughs> so do you want to say it again out loud? <laughs> Dick sucking lips. No, and it's DSL. yeah. It's about to say there's a lot of words for penises, basically. So, basically, the question is for us and the people listening: Do the people want DSLs because they want the attention that comes with it? Do they want the men to think that these are like vagina lips? You know, like what is the deal with that, right? What do you think, babe? You're a guy. I don't know what women think. You know? <laughs> We're too complicated. But, but is I, yeah, it's attractive, right? I mean, it's all very uh, primal, mm-hmm. right? What mm-hmm. are men are what are men attracted to? Mm-hmm. You know. Lips, lips, boobs, butts. butts. Hips, yeah. Your hips, yeah. It's, it's all about fertility. Yeah. So think about, you know, so we, so females, we accentuate mm-hmm. the uh, sec- uh, the sex- secondary sexual characteristics. We call it sexual dimorphism, what's different, different to us from men. We have boobs, we have um, butts, and we have vaginas on the top and the bottom and so by accentuating that we're signaling that we're more fertile we're biologically you know we're at the top of the food chain basically because our bodies have developed you know to to be like healthy in that way and so i don't know what do you think of that tara the big lips and the big butts and you know it's a little out there it's it's (laughs) a lot it's a lot i mean i'm i i like the more understated look like Mm -hmm. you do amazing lips they're so good they're so good labia and regular lips. yes yes both 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 Um, yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of that. I mean, too but, artificial, but it's, yeah, it's too artificial. Yeah. But, and again, but I'm not a male, so I don't know. Maybe that is attractive to yeah. like, will it catch your men. eye with these big lips? I mean, you know, they're fake, but you don't mind them. Or do you just kind of hate the way they're so artificial? Like, that, well, you know, if it's lips. overdosed, that's not good. I mean, but, because, if, but if you do it you more subtly, think. like you do it, it's attractive, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're, as you said, you're accentuating those secondary sexual characteristics. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like lions, you know, the male fights like hell to be, become the leader of the pack in whatever way he needs to do it to establish his dominance. So he can have sex with all the <laughs> So females, he can have sex right? with the most attractive female. Mm-hmm. And the female well, wants to fitness. be the most attractive female. Uh-huh. You know, so that's, that's the purpose for breast enhancement, I would imagine, and, mm-hmm. and other things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, here in the office, we, we do filler injections. We do, um, we actually do breast lifting with lasers and we do threads for that. And we've actually even put fillers, you know, above the breast tissue. In America, we don't have the fillers that last very long, but in Europe, they have ones that last way longer. And you could actually do, instead of having an implant, you can actually inject fillers in there. Uh, labias, we actually do plump them up with mm-hmm. fillers or lasers and you do some of that. And, you know, it's like, why not? If it makes you happier, why not? That's what we say, right? 
because we know with like, like you know, life changing as we get older, the labia tend to deflate. They look a little bit more wrinkly and wrinkly, maybe some discoloration. And so just like we make our faces look better, you're allowed to make your genitalia, enhance the improvement because if, it, if you want to, you're allowed. Because like hormones, if it makes you feel better, more you're going to be more confident because right? as you say, sexy is Confidence, Confidence is sexy, sexy right? Because yeah. and I, we believe that. Because and how do we evolve into this? Well, you know, I, I've been doing cos- cosmetics for years and years, and I think sex is all part of that. So totally. that's why we jumped into you know sexual ones because we see it all day long. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so I mean, so what do you like to do, Tara? You do a lot of you do a lot of lasers here. Yeah. So you do a lot of the tightening and the you know discoloration stuff, right? What's your favorite procedure here that we do? Oh, like for say. sexual health or just for anything? Anything? Yeah, anything. I mean. Probably, probably the fractional laser because oh. it, it, you could just use it for every so skin many type. Things, yes. So many great for acne scars, for great scarring, for fine for lines, wrinkles. wrinkles. Yes, yes, right. Just give it a confidence back, right? Yeah. Because I mean, how sexy do you feel with stretch marks? I mean, I have some. I don't really care because I don't think you can see them because <laughs> they're not that bad. But do you have stretch marks too? Um, just a little bit on my hips, yeah. so it doesn't really bother doesn't me. Bother but me. you we have again, so many patients my, who hate their yes, stretch marks. The cellulite. Yes. It's interesting because yeah. you know it's wonderful because like you know my cellulite. I don't really have any. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah, but you don't have any. And it bothers you. And if it affects your body confidence, then you're allowed to treat it. So we want to remind you guys, we have our brand reopening big party that we're having Thursday, September 19th at 5 p.m. Be there, be square. We want you to be glamorous and dressed up because we're going to be highlighting what we do here in the office. You know, the facial aesthetics, the body contouring, and the hormones and sexual health because those are our favorite things to be talking about in the office. So thanks for listening. We don't have to stop chatting today. You can talk to us on Facebook, um, Instagram. DrJessieChung.com is our new website. Please check it out and give us some feedback. And don't forget, confidence is sexy. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining Dr. Jesse Chung this week for Chung Chat. The show can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll chat again soon.